live from New York, or well, reported in New York. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast with your pal, Rachel Post, bringing you all of the alt-country, rock and roll, roots music, and more that I think sounds good. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. Don't bury me, cause I can still see the stars from the gutters at night. It is episode 156 of Adobe and Teardrops, and we have a lot of bells and whistles for you this time around, so I am not going to talk too much, but hope everyone's doing well. I was really getting into the NWHL hockey season. It was a two-week season that was happening, and then the team that Rosa and I picked, the Riverdors, because they're from New Jersey slash New York, uh... Went home with COVID (laughs) on top of a bunch of other uh, drama that they instigated off the court. Uh, So what a ride. Uh, Enjoyed that drama. Also, of course, enjoying the drama of all the GameStop stock uh, shorting. (laughs) Um, I guess high risk, high reward. And then when you uh, confront the high risk, you try to take your ball and go home. Hmm. Hmm. Get what you deserve, I guess. (laughs) Well, let's get into music, because we've got a full passel of that, plus an interview with Terry Bracken from Bronte Fall. Our first set is going to be in the more kind of punk variety with Tucker Riggleman and The Cheap Dates. Just put out a fantastic album called Alive and Dying Fast, and it's, yeah, just a lot of great uh, ennui and punk and fast driving stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's listen now with Curtain from Alive and Dying Fast. Patreon subscribers and Bella will also listen to Manic. Bella is currently rubbing her face all over the comforter because Rosa just got home, so she's excited. So she's feeling a little bit manic. That's why we're going to listen to it. Yeah. 
Coming in second there was King Commoner with Everyone That I Know off of Love Travels Light. Bella's still digging. Uh, they told me that uh, Everyone That I Know is a sort of love letter to pre-pandemic New York in pop country form, so how could I resist playing that? But this whole EP has so many different tonal shifts that are really interesting. Patreon subscribers heard that in Annie O. Then we got to Bubble Wands with 
his song Astronaut, um, <laughs> he describes his music as what he was hoping to find when he searched Dirt Emo on Google. Um, and so I hope that Bubba Wands connects with Tucker because I think they are both definitely going for the same kind of thing. And then closing the set out was Leah and The Truth with Modern Disease. Coming up next is my album of the week for this week, Pawnee Bradshaw's Calico Jim. There's just some remarkable passion and songwriting in here just <laughs> about being from the rural South and all of the good and the bad that comes with that. We'll kick it, <laughs> we'll kick it off, excuse me, with Dope Mountain. And then Patreon subscribers will listen to Let Us Breathe. After that, Galia Volt's album, One Woman Band, where she, in fact, is a one-woman band. And you'll hear Can't Escape, Patreon subscribers. You'll get into Last Minute Pack. And if you are a lesbian or someone who otherwise uses uh, prosthetic uh, tools, you will find that song super funny, even though I don't think that's how she meant it. You'll see what I mean.
sharpening up spears Proud to be a hillbilly Six generations But we ain't no
stuck into them They freeze you like a stone He's got far away eyes
what is it you wanna be? Ain't America the land of the free? There's a man who's walking home at night with his arms outstretched. He carries flowers for his kids and wives. So sit along down. set with Hugh Phillips from his album It's Been a Long Time. The song is Jack Devise. I liked how he rhymed that with eyes. <laughs> and then Melissa Aaron's single Settle on Down, just a wonderful folk singer. She's got a couple songs out right now, so check her out on YouTube. I'm personally looking forward to when it all gets put together into an EP or album somewhere down the line. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break right here. Patreon subscribers will move right along. This week's episode of Adobe and Teardrops is sponsored by Jay Schiffman and his podcast, Choose Your Struggle. Jay is a public speaker, coach, and someone who is in long-term recovery. Choose Your Struggle is a podcast where Jay interviews others about their lived experience relating to issues of mental health, substance misuse, and recovery, and drug use to help end stigma and normalize difficult conversations through empathy and vulnerability. Unfortunately, especially in our music community, there is a lot of drug use and addiction and struggles therein. I thought that it would be great to partner with the Choose Your Struggle podcast, especially in January as people begin New Year's resolutions, so that those of you who are looking for a path forward can learn more from the experiences of those who have been there and who are still there. This podcast 
I hope and Jay hopes will help make these stories relatable and understandable. So point your podcast app wherever you're listening to Adobe and Teardrops towards Choose Your Struggle and end the stigma today. Our third set, we're going to end more or less with some chill kind of like country jam band sort of situation. We're going to start it out with Lily Winwood, who is in fact the daughter of Steve Winwood. And she just put an awesome kind of Southern rock style album together called Time Well Spent. We'll kick this set off with a few more records. Patreon subscribers, you'll get a more introspective look at Lily's music with Indiana. And then we're going to get into a blues rock band from Oklahoma called Sawguy, which is the name of a fish. We'll start with Dirt on Your Hands, and then listen to Waltzing Around with My Shadow for the Patreon subscribers, and that's from the album Sawguy. Running from the cold, but still trying to keep myself in line. Still on the road, being still makes me go wild. How about the rest of you quit staring when I'm at the bar? I drink my sorrows up so I can't think about home as far. Who said I had to go home anyway? God knows.
says, boy, go get that shovel. We need worms for the coffee can. If you want to go fishing, you got to get a little dirt on your hands. Get a little dirt on your hands. Like them taters straight from my frying pan. Somebody had to dig them, they got a little dirt on the hands. They got a little dirt on the hands. Lord, I didn't know then, but now I understand. Grandma taught me all I need to know to be a man. Gotta get a little dirt on your hands. Get a little dirt, get a little dirt on your hands. It ain't easy putting up with 
A road dog with a cup with a little jack in it You talk about the backseat I don't know, don't ask me How she sat in it Carried my burdens and paid my bail Put a Tennessee breeze in my Carolina sail And set me free I don't pray much anymore Lord, it's all true but ours Happiness, wishes, wants and needs Into my robes, hopes and dreams In my living, giving thanks For the ships I never sank Every big, every little, and the everyday things The notes and the words and the songs I sing To the ones doing life with me Could have easily said goodbye to This runaway train you're tied to I know I don't get it Baby, how you roll with it Fist and the fights and the scars of the battle The ups and the downs of the judge's gavel How'd you wind up in my unravel? I don't pray much anymore Oh, this old true but ours Happiness, wishes, wants and needs Into my robes, hopes and dreams In my living, giving thanks For the ships I never sank Every big, every little, and the everyday things The notes and the words and the songs I sing To the ones doing life with me You're my faith in the grace every sunrise brings Set me free Wishes, wants, and needs Into my robes, hopes, and dreams Spend my living, giving thanks For the ships I never sank And you're my faith in the grace Every sunrise brings Every big, every little, and the everyday things The notes and the words and the songs I sing To the ones doing life with me
In the middle there, we got Eric Church's new single, Doing Life With Me. He just announced that he is releasing three albums in April because I guess his plan for the year was to release an album that he had made with this sort of songwriting session that he and his band and some songwriters uh, went out to the mountains and they basically wrote a song a day and then recorded it and the kept the good stuff and then there was enough for three albums. So we're getting three albums. This is going to be off the second one. And uh, I think it's a very sweet touring song. Then we close it out with Nellan Dryden's Come On Honey, and that's from her recent album Stand Still. All right, well, before we get into the interview, just as a reminder, the podcast intro is by Alma Contra, and you can check them out in the link in the show notes. Send me music through SubmitHub, send me money through Ko-fi or Patreon. If you want to find out more about me and my comic and my art, check out the link tree. You know the drill. <laughs> We're going to close out musically with Mother Juniper's single, Carolina, and then we'll get into my interview with Bronte Fall. Uh, We recorded it on the day of the inauguration, and then, you know, I needed to tweak a little bit to get some things in place. And now, you know, as I'm sure many of you have been seeing on Twitter, Wednesdays are for bombshell news stories. And, you know, last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago, right? Inauguration, boring. Now we've got gaming the stocks with GameStop. Eh, who knows where next Wednesday is going to take us. But for now, in music we trust, in music we believe, here's Carolina by Mother Juniper, and then we'll get into the interview with Bronte Fall. Feel free 
You got tipsy last night. I got tipsy on champagne before lunch. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm speaking with uh, Terry. Do you pronounce your last name Bracken? Yes, Bracken. Okay, just double checking. Um, but you also perform under the name Bronte Fall. Yes, yes. And uh, you just released an EP called Finishing School, which is a really fun listen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you. I'm so happy you listened to it and liked it. Yeah. Um, and I do want to talk about it, but first, I was wondering if you could tell the listeners about your, uh, should I call it a stage name, a nom de plume, something else? Yeah, it's stage name, It I stage name, band, either or. Okay, cool. So the band name, yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, what was the inspiration behind it? I know, obviously, the Bronte sisters. Yeah, so I did start the band it, it was a band at first it's it sort of evolved um with another girl my best friend from music school and we sat down we had a gig and yeah we had a show lined up before we had a band name so like we sat down at a cafe and we're like we need a band name and we just started talking a little bit about our influences and we 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 liked i told her i like the brown day sisters and then we started like looking at their poems and we found this poem that i feel like it demonstrates perfectly probably what all art does, definitely what I try to do. And that is like finding beauty in the pain and the darkness. And so this poem that Emily Bronte wrote, it starts out fall leaves fall, die flowers away, lengthen night and shorten day. And, and it's all about finding beauty in the darker seasons. Um, and so at first it was gonna be Bronte's fall, mm -hmm. but the apostrophe S was just getting in the way of all the social media. like. Instagram, Facebook, it just like wasn't working. So we were like Bronte fall. And so it's based on that poem, but we just sort of loved the Bronte sisters and sort of their legacy in that in the 1850s in England, like women were not allowed to be authors. They couldn't get picked up by a publishing house for that reason. And they decided to change their names to male names, went under male pseudonyms publish their books and they're some of the most famous books to date and they're like kind of dark and gothic and pretty badass for that time period for like this time period too so I I kind of love that just like bold for those ladies they weren't your average rom-com I feel like it matches your aesthetic because I'm seeing like some kind of wood paneling in the background 
<laughs> I am I am at my parents' house right now. Gotcha. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. So I had read that you are classically trained oh, yeah. uh, violin player, and that's how you began your music career. And uh, for me, I could see this sort of link to country as being a logical step because of fiddle playing. Um, <laughs> and then, how did like pop music become a part of that uh, tapestry? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like you. Um, I grew up, I did grow up listening to a lot of pop and very influenced by singer songwriters. And while I wasn't writing songs and I also wasn't playing, I started on piano, but for, you know, from 11 through 22, I was like really focused on violin. I mean, till, I mean, through music school I was, but it wasn't until I was 22, did I pick up piano again and start singing again. And so I sort of like had that on the back burner. I feel like classical music taught me the discipline of learning music and taught me how to be a musician. And so when I went to start writing songs and playing piano and playing guitar, I, I felt like I had the discipline and the musicality to pick that side of music up. Um, and it, it, I do try to keep strings in my music, I, I did for finishing school, whether it's cello or fiddle or just classical strings in the background. Um, but it is interesting how my my music has evolved. Um, and I don't even know if I answered your question. <laughs> no, I think so. Cause that's actually gonna lead into the, the other question I had, which is uh, um, there's like a lot of nineties pop in here. And we are about to listen to some of the music um, I was wondering what was the sort of musical palette that you were drawing from for finishing school and why did you choose to go into such a like a power pop direction for this release? So I love, I mean, I love mixing genres and I don't feel like I am just one genre, just like personality wise and music I like. I don't, you know, just listen to Americana, just listen to pop. Um, and so it was really cool. Two of my friends from music school, actually, I worked with them, uh, Lars and Jake, and Lars Thorson and Jake Finch. But uh, Lars and I played fiddle together, and he has like that very like country background. Grew up playing fiddle on Broadway in Nashville, and then Jake just kind of like he's so into the indie pop scene. And I guess I wanted to make a record that kind of went between both those genres. Although certain music really, like pop spoke to me more, like a pop feel for certain songs like Warrior and Six Years. Um, but it is, when it comes down to it, it is about the song. And it's like, what kind of feel do I want this to have? What does this, this narrative, what kind of music does it need? Well, I think we have a psychic connection because I was just going to suggest that we listen to six years and now oh, I'm going to ask you a question about it. Yeah. So let's just do that. Yeah, let's do it. Didn't even 
chance to listen to it i noticed the ep has about six songs on it but i think one of the biggest themes that came out of it for me was talking about youth and childhood and you know learning as you get older become more mature um what brought you to focus about this particular time in your life it sounds like maybe your early 20s and your teens <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it was more like mid twenties um, and going, I, I just think, okay, how do I say this? Mm -hmm. In the music industry and probably in a lot of other industries, youth is so important. And like, there's so much pressure on females and probably males too, to like be young. And you're in the country world for sure. I have been asked straight up by people, how old are you? And like that determines whether I'm gonna be successful or not. Like if I'm young enough and, you know, even in music school, they, we all had it in our heads. Like, oh, if you didn't, I don't know who told us this. like what music gods told us that we had to make it by the age of 22, we had to make it by 25. If we didn't make it by 27, we're goners. And like you pass those ages and it's like, okay, well, shoot. And I just, I guess I'm sort of sick of how, you know, how we're meant to feel bad for getting older and in, in our society for sure. Um, and I went through a tough time in my mid twenties. I was in music school and, I went to Africa for a winter break with my family and I came back with a mysterious illness and I ended up having to drop out of school and like I was bedridden for almost two years. And so I felt like when I was supposed to be in my prime and like attacking my career, I was literally living on my parents' couch and um, it was a really tough time for me. And so I got back into the game and I was a little bit older and again, like you feel like you're on this time like ticking time bomb but i just really wanted to celebrate how much stronger i felt how much more confident how much better i was at all my instruments and so i feel like i really wanted a song to celebrate aging and to celebrate all everything we gain every every year around the sun and through our experiences both great and and trying ones so yeah, and I mean, I think also confidence and learning how to become competent is like a huge uh, theme here as well. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my last question for today, I guess, was about uh, the song White Dress, which is probably like the most country song on the EP. I yeah. wanted to focus on like two songs so we're not like, you know, giving away the whole barn or whatever. Yeah. You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is definitely a song of empowerment. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that throughout the songs on finishing school, especially with Warrior as well, you find a lot of power in your personal appearance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And well, white dress too is, I, I like that image and that symbol of like what a white dress is and what it means. And historically for women, like the our job was, you know, to get married and have kids. And, and that idea, I, I do think it pervades today um, in, you know, more traditional, I, that tradition is still prevalent today, I think. And um, I feel like I, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm living a very different, that that's not really like my end game. Marriage is great, but I feel like I wanted in that song to sort of celebrate you know, following your dream and having a career, working towards a career and that life does sort of look different. But um, I loved using that white dress as I, I think it's like the imagery, it just can go on and on with that. You see it, you see the white dress, you see that aisle and you see what that means for someone's life going forward. Um, and I was sort of just, you know, trying to redefine that 
um, and celebrate my life at the same time, you know? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're approaching this with a lot of, uh, at least the CP with a lot of like very specifically feminist um, viewpoints. And I was wondering like, um, what is like the root of that for you? Is it like just being in well, Nashville for so I, long? I, I don't think it's Nashville. I've actually, I've been in Nashville for three years. I am uh, from Chicago and I spent undergrad and grad school out East. Um, but I think it's, I, I have realized in this world, being a woman, you really do have to fight. Actually, this is for men and women, like you have to fight for the life you want. Um, and it isn't, it's not always going to be what you want in life is not going to be handed to you. And you do have to fight for that. And um, I have seen, you know, in music and movies and art, you know, across all genres, um, it is still dominated by men. Our, our world is still dominated by men in, in business, in politics. And I want to have a strictly female voice because I want to, I want the female voice to matter. And I want my experiences to not my experience. I don't know. I want to have a voice. I want to be able to influence younger girls. I want to be a role model for little girls, perhaps a role model that I didn't have enough of. Um, and, and again, I do feel like that traditional path, that traditional female, it's still like is very prominent in our culture. And I guess I feel like my voice needs to be louder. So little girls know that they can have awesome careers and any career they want, whether that's music or business or politics. Um, so I, I guess that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, I wanted to make sure we only focus on a couple of songs so people feel very like more uh, enticed Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. to go check out the rest of it. Um, yeah. So before you know, we head out and listen to White Dress from finishing school. Is yeah. there anything else you'd like to add or uh, how people can find you? Oh, how people can find me. <laughs> yes, they can find me. I'm, you know, all over the socials. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not great at TikTok yet, but <laughs> you can find Bronte Fall on most of those socials. And I'm also on Spotify, Bronte Fall Finishing School and Amazon and iTunes, all the things, all the things. <laughs> I'm in my black leather jacket and blue jeans with death on Stamping hands in the back while the bartender's checking ID. The lights dim down low and the buzz of the egg start to Right at home as I flip through my phone magazine.
got the melody All original content is copyright Adobe and Teardrops. All original music is copywritten by their respective artists.